everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Yeah, things are starting to heat up. We got two California teams in the Elite Eight tournament. We're going to talk more about that in today's show. So look, sit back, relax. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. All right, so speaking of heating up, we talked about the Cali teams. I'm going to talk about UCLA. This is their first Elite Eight appearance in 2008, in which they made the Final Four. And yeah, they're considered to be the Cinderella team. I'm out here in Cali, so I know it is going crazy uh, all over the state. Uh, Cali fans, USC fans, we'll see what happens this week in, in the Elite Eight, but I love a good Cinderella story. I was part of a Cinderella story in high school, actually, where our basketball team, my senior year, uh, won the uh, OIA uh, championship. We weren't slated to win. We're sort of one of the you know, lower tier teams that came up and won the, our, our division championship and then almost snuck in and won the state championship. Ugh, I'm still bitter about that. But, man, St. Louis got us that year. Anyway, look. Um, this is an amazing run, a, a year of upsets, uh, a year of underdogs coming in and getting it done. I don't know who your picks are for the Elite Eight. I don't know who your pick is for the, champ the national champs this year. But look, I'm going to go with UCLA. Plus, I got the homie Matt Barnes out here. Going to be hooking up with him later. Uh, he went to UCLA, so I know he's rooting for the Bruins. So look, uh, give us your thoughts. Uh, comment right here. Let us know who you got winning this year's men's national uh, basketball championship. All right, I'm going to tell you a little something else that was hot this past weekend, and that's UFC 260. Man, we talked about the fight. We previewed the fight on Friday, and oh, my gosh. Francis Ngannou is a bad, scary dude. You know... In the fight game in UFC, man, you see the size of the cage. And I think it was a little smaller than, than the normal cages. Um, and it's a mental game. Stipe looked defeated from the very beginning. Yeah, it, it was like, it was like a, a giant versus uh, just a normal person. That's what Ngannou looked like when he was facing Stipe. And I don't think Ngannou got touched at all. Maybe the one, the one shot, the one hook that, that Stipe caught him on, which right after that was a knockout blow by Francis Ngannou. This dude is a bad dude like we talked about. He is the new champ. Uh, but look, that's, to me, this belt isn't what, what is the real champion uh, the, the real uh, signature of the championship and a champion for it, Francis Ngannou. It's his journey, man. If you guys watched and you guys saw his journey, this man was homeless. This man traveled trying to get into Spain uh, a number of times, couldn't get it, got denied, then got arrested, then was homeless, and then finally was able to start training and his story is just unbelievable 
And that's what I respect about it, man, the journey. He, he trusted the process. And when the time came, he got to the UFC, was on a bit of a tear, then lost to Stipe in 2018, then made the necessary changes, committed fully, new coaches, new team, new everything, but remained humble through the process. And here he is, the new uh, UFC heavyweight champion. And man, they are saying the next super fight is Francis Ngannou versus uh, John Bones Jones, who we all know is probably the most decorated uh, and, and greatest MMA fighter of all time. That's, that's my opinion. So John Jones put on some weight. He's trying to, you know, compete for that heavyweight title. That's going to be epic. So we'll see if and when that happens. I hope Dana White makes it happen. And that's something that I may think about trying to get into that building for. Uh, but anyway, look, an amazing uh, weekend of fights. And yeah, Francis Ngannou, your new UFC heavyweight champ. And all right, you know, it's Monday. So I gotta bring in the sports guru. I gotta bring in my guy. Steven Sai is joining us here today. I got a chance to sit down with him, interview him, and talk to him about you know some local sports, UH sports, as well as the the transfer portal that has benefited a lot of players, you know, that they can go and transfer and, and not have to sit out. But I don't know if that's benefited some of these schools. Uh, and it's, it's, it's sort of a sticky situation, man, with this whole uh, COVID year, the pandemic, uh, seniors, or actually every class being awarded an extra year in college. The trickle-down effect is, is, is not as positive as we think. It's affected the high school seniors, right? And this is going to go all the way down to the youth sports. Like, it is affecting everybody. Uh, so I think that they, the NCAA could have handled this you know, a little differently. Um, there was still a season. They still got to play. That's where I'm a little, you know, iffy about it. They still got to play. So I don't know if they should have been awarded an extra season. You know, that just that just set everything else back, man. And um, that's tough. But look, we'll get more into that uh, here with Steven Side. So let's check this out. All right. Steven Sai, the sports guru, brother. How are you doing? Well, I knew we got this thing going where we understand each other. So I got my Malibu shirt on. Yes. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I felt it. I felt we were going to be there. Malibu state of mind. Got the boogie board ready. I'm ready to go. Hey, we ready. I'm over here actually looking at the ocean, Steven. I'm in the hot tub right now. Uh, it doesn't get any better than this. I mean, it could get better than this. You know, something like this in Hawaii would be is amazing, right? But, but I, I get you know what? Let's 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 give the people. Let's give the people. Check it out. Check it out. All right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is fight. this is what I'm doing. Our interview today, Stephen. You got such a hard. You got such rock. a tough hard life, don't you, Chad? Just a hard life. <laughs> oh man, this is tough, man. This is tough, you know. But look, I'll tell you what's tough was, was the weekend that the University of Hawaii baseball team had. Let's, let's yeah. kind of dive into that. Let's dive into that a little bit. 
Well, they just didn't pitch well, and you don't pitch well, bad things happen. And, you know, the team went up there. They had a chance. They're fighting for first place. They lose all four to UC Irvine, which is uh, leading the league. UC Irvine's 8-0. and You can see why they're 8-0. and uh, they just put a, a hurting on Hawaii. And the, and the tough part was yesterday, UH falls behind 8-1. to They rally. They take the lead, actually. And then – it goes bad and it goes bad and they actually get end up getting mercy ruled at 20 to 10 because uh, anytime a team has a 10 run lead after seven innings, it's mercy rule. How do you feel about that? I don't like that, Steven. To me, mercy rule, I think of little league. I think yeah. of, you know, it, it, it's not, it doesn't look good. You know, kids, you know, I don't like that at the college ranks. They don't do that at the pro ranks. Look, this is, they just showed that they can come back from being down 8-1 and, and took the lead. So they've scored, you know, more than, you know, 10 runs. This is, you know, so you can have a, a, a big inning. You can have a great inning of hitting. You can go on a run. Uh, so I don't, I don't like that rule at, at, the, at the college level. Uh, and it's unfortunate that, that that was a result. Especially in baseball, because baseball, there's no shot clock. There's no time limit. It just keeps going on. You can go on, you know. There is no ending. The only ending is the what well, the twenty seventh out. There's no other ending, so there's always a chance. Yeah, there's always a chance, and yeah, you, you hit on the head, man. Like baseball, pitching is everything. Yeah, right. Pitching is it, it's like having a good. It's like having the best defense on a football team, the best defense in the league. If you shut them out, you're gonna win the game. Right. Yeah. If you, if you don't if you don't give up runs, you don't get guys on base because your pitcher is just like that dominant. You know, that's that's the that's a key. And you need that. You know, who found out pitching is uh, important. The best basketball player on the planet, Michael Jordan, because when he played minor league baseball, he found out tough to hit really good pitching. Yeah. Oh, well, was, you thought I was going to say wasn't, you thought I was going to say LeBron James is the best player? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, it, it it's uh well that's that's an argument for another time, Stephen. Like there's yeah that that argument will go on forever. Uh, but yeah, pitching is everything, and yeah, it's unfortunate. But look, here's here's what I said, Stephen. You know, in 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 losses, in defeat, there's wins. Why? Because you get to go back, you get to look at the tape, you get to study, you get to see what you did wrong, see the things you did good, and and then and then get better. All right? That's that's what they're gonna do. They, they're gonna they're gonna get better from this. They're gonna learn from this. You want to be the best, you gotta beat the best. You but you gotta be number one. You want to be number one, you gotta beat number one. You know all of those things uh, come into play in sports. You know? So and they, they will get better. And you know this, yeah, this, this is the best that they've sort of been ranked in, in a long time, right? Mm -hmm. They've got a really good team. And, and I've, I've been watching them from afar. The University of Hawaii baseball team uh, has a the, – the program has been a really good program, a on-growing program. So, you know, that's exciting. That, I, I talk to my son all the time about University of Hawaii baseball because he is also yeah. a baseball player. So I'm like, look, man, you know, it's something you might want to think about. Yeah. Great sport. Yeah. And, and let's transition here, right? And let's mm -hmm. maybe in the in the topic of transitioning. Yeah, let's talk about the transfer portal. Okay, so right now there are 950 basketball players in the transfer portal, which means they're just basically free agents. They're saying they'll go somewhere else. I, I like the players have some power. I like that they can go 
now have the choices. Because, you know, in the old days, you know, a coach could leave and the player, the guy who recruited you is gone, but you're stuck there. That doesn't seem very fair. The only thing I'm concerned about as a father, as a person who had, who had to pay a lot of tuitions, um, 950 people leave. That doesn't mean there are 950 scholarships out there, jobs. They're going to be, you know, it's like musical chairs. You better, if you're going to leave your chair, you better find another chair. And I don't think there are 950 opportunities out there, especially when you factor in high school guys coming in, junior college transfers and everything. And that's that's the thing. I think if you have a burden hand, if you love your situation, sometimes the grass isn't always greener. You know, the the, the hot tub might be hotter, but sometimes, you know, you got to stay where you are, you know? Yeah, sometimes it's worth being in that cold a little bit, right? right? Um, right. and, and, and you hit it on the head, man. Like, the grass isn't always greener, you know? what you think may be a better situation for you may not be the better, a better situation for you. Uh, you know, and yeah, that's a lot of kids, basketball, football, like they're all got awarded this free sort of like free year, free ride of transferring and not having to sit out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and along those lines, Steven is, you know, specifically, I always go back to football, you know, I'm a football guy. Mm-hmm. getting awarded that extra year like like last year didn't even happen but it did yeah. happen they played mm-hmm. games so so how is that even possible to be a senior and you played and then you can come back and play again like, to me that's that's not fair because the trickle down effect steven it goes down to the high school rankings and it, it just affects everybody for the next x amount of years because you talked about the scholarships that are available all these guys come back they got to, they got to, you know, um, they still have to pay for those scholarships. So that's less scholarships to offer incoming freshmen. Yeah. So it's like, in my, in my opinion, you got to redo the high school seniors. That's my opinion. You, you should to, to sort of reset it. You, you, yeah, you got juniors that are going to become seniors again. And the amount of seniors that would come back to play their sport again it might not be all of the, every single senior. Some seniors may be like, you know what? I, I'm going to college. They got an opportunity. Some seniors may be like, you know what? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not planning on going to college to play sports. I'm going to go work. You know, so there's, there's just going to be a smaller percentage of seniors to redo. But I think that'd be a great way to sort of like reset the system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, and create a maybe yeah. more competitive senior season for all the seniors that are there. And you're right about it because, um, the thing that's happened during the COVID year is that um, you can't recruit someone in person. You know, that's the most, the best way to recruit someone. It's not just looking at films. I mean, you get you let them look and meet their parents. You yes. get to yep. find out their environment, their friends and everything. You can't do that anymore. Everything is, you're looking at everything through videos. So you know what they're going to do? There were no high school videos to look at last year. So what are they going to look at? They're going to look at transfer videos. It's going to look at, you know, people who played the game and, the ones who play the game are the transfer people, and you know, basketball and football. And that's going to hurt the guys who are or the high school guys who are, you know, who would have had great senior years. Cause a lot, of, you can't just base everything on great junior years. You know, if you did that, probably Marcus Mariota doesn't get a scholarship because he didn't start as a junior. Chevin Cordero didn't start as a junior. You know, those guys are being impacted by the transfer rule too. True, true. And it's, but, but on the flip side, Stephen, it could maybe help guys because maybe what you thought was great and you go see them in person, ah, it wasn't all that great, right? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, maybe, so maybe some of these highlight videos or some of these things that these guys look good on and that's what they're going off of, 
that could maybe help some guys, you know? So, so it's sort of like a, it's, it's a gray area, as we like to say in sports. And we don't like to be in gray areas. We want it to be black or white, you know, sim- like straight to the point, simple, clear. But, you know, a lot has been unclear during COVID and all of these things, right? So, uh, yeah, definitely a tough situation for not just the college guys uh, in these transfer portals, 950-something basketball players or just free agents, quote-unquote, right, who might just be remaining in that position. They might not find homes. They may try to come back to their old school. There's a lot of things that could happen that are wild, and it's also affecting the high school levels. So um, just, hey, I, I just you know want to say to all of those guys in those situations and girls that are in those situations to just continue to stay positive, uh, continue to work hard, and continue to believe that you will still achieve your ultimate goal and goals, whatever, whatever the, they may be. Yep, true that. And just remember, the transfer portal is like dating, right? If you're breaking up with someone thinking there's someone better out there, maybe there is, maybe there isn't. It's up to you, though. Yeah, look, Steven Stein going from the sports guru to the yeah. relationship guru. Okay, <laughs> to the love guru. All right, Mike, Steven. Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> look, well, uh, all right. You know what? While I got you here, uh, the Elite Eight happened uh, just quickly. UCLA, USC, two Pac-10s. There's another Pac-10 school, I think, that are in, that's in there. Uh, but I'm in Cali, UCLA, USC. I'm going for the Cinderella team, which is being UCLA right now. Uh, that's who I'm picking to win this year's national, national title. Who you got winning? I want anybody from the West Coast to win it because I just think that um, they kind of, when they did everything, it looked like the Midwest was getting a lot of love, of course, the Southeast. But, you know, the West, and, and they, did, they did the Pac-12 wrong because they, they had Oregon and USC. They have been facing off. Come on, they got to. You know, they've got to separate a little bit. But, you know, everyone thought, you know, that the Pac-12 wasn't going to be that good. And you know what? The Pac-12 was pretty good. So I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the West Coast because the West Coast has been the underdog underdog conference. OK, OK. And I'm, I'm sorry. I said the Pac-10. I reverted to history there. Pac-10 mm-hmm. is the Pac-12. Uh, mm-hmm. This heat might be getting to me. <laughs> but anyway, look, a lot has been heating up, Stephen. Uh, and I thank you so much for, for joining me and, and for, man, for dressing apart, for, for representing. I just, I just felt it. I just felt Malibu Day. I felt the Malibu. I love it, man. We're on the same page, Stephen. I appreciate you so much. You're looking great today. And, uh, man, you look like you're ready to go hit the beach, man. Go go take that moray, or that Costco moray boogie out. Go somewhere and <laughs> catch some waves for your boy because I'm missing out right now. All right. Take care. All right, Steve. Appreciate it. Aloha. Mahalo, Steven. Side. Thank you so much. Uh, as always, love having you on. Uh, your perspective, your your uh, your insight, and this your experience as a sports uh, editor and writer, and your knowledge and passion for sports always is uh, you know is amazing to have on the show. So thank you again. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's uh, UH uh, baseball when you're turning around, right? Going from being ranked, uh, you know, feeling good about that, but can't you can't hang your hat on that, which we all know that that's that's not what I'm saying they did. But we can't hang our hat on, on, on any record, any success, anything. You just got to keep moving forward. And, you know, losses are good sometimes. You know, failure is good, right? It allows us to grow. It allows us to go back, look at what we did wrong, and correct that and become better the next time around. 
So, yeah, all that stuff is amazing. Uh, I love it. Stephen, thanks again so much. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining me right here in the hot tub in Malibu. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you're having a solid start to your week. Enjoy it. Now see you all on Hump Day Wednesday. <laughs>